Cam got in touch with me, I think, a week and a half ago and asked me to do this. And I, uh, knowing that service is good for the soul, I said yes. Um, I actually have been around ACA for, I'm going to guess, about five years. I came into recovery in 2016 for the money program, UA, under Owners Anonymous. Then started with DA, Debtors Anonymous, and then next door to Debtors Anonymous on a Sunday evening was uh, ACA, Adult Children of Alcoholics. And I thought, oh, that sounds like I could benefit from that. So, um, yeah, I've been in the program about five years. I've done, uh, I've been very fortunate to have found a buddy very early on. And we've worked through the entire yellow book, I forget what it's called, the entire red book together. And we still talk every day. Literally 7.15 this morning, we had a 45-minute chat, as we do most mornings. So um, it's incredible. Um, I um, So I'm slightly distracted. I'm at my girlfriend's house, and she's got she's on a phone call, and she's got a really loud voice. <laughs> so I'm trying to tune that out. Um, so um, what I want to share about is, what, what I thought I would do is just look at the ACA promises because I've got so much from ACA. Um, and and I suppose I really, you know, experience strength and hope, but I think hope is, is such a wonderful thing to be able to, to create. Um, it's been an absolute lifesaver for me over these last five, six years. It's been very tumultuous times for me. I've um, Technically, I'm married. Um, we split up in December. We've had 10 uh, 10-year-old twin boys, beautiful boys. And, um, you know, I've got to say that the last six months has, you know, I've really been to hell and back. Um, I've been awful because my wife has create, reacted, shall we say, in a way that she hasn't, she's not allowing me to see the kids apart from once a week. And then it, I took them to court last week and I thought I had a victory and actually things have now got worse. So um, it's a very upsetting situation. And I mention that because this program and my ability to feel my feelings and be with my feelings and even contain my feelings is is um, something is is really what I call a lifesaver. It'd be able to, to articulate my feelings, just to notice what's going on, because I'm you know the feelings I'm experiencing are so flipping intense. Um, I've literally had suicidal ideation over the last three months, six six months, should I say, three times. And you know I put myself on antidepressants, and I've come to meetings, and I've been really supported. I'm not in AA, but I did come to AA meetings because there was a local meeting. Um, you know, and that that was an absolute lifesaver for the first month. So I'm a huge fan of all things recovery. Um, my, uh, I'm jumping about a little bit, but I'm trying to give you sort of my motivation. You know, what is, what is the gift of desperation that keeps me coming back? Um, and my father was, uh, you know, this is what qualifies me as an ACA. My father was bipolar. And so, you know, we had a pretty crazy upbringing, very unbalanced and uh, unpredictable, I think. And um, before him, his was he had a terrible upbringing. His father murdered his mother and then committed suicide. So really heavy shit. 
I know some people don't like swearing, but I think that's just the phrase that comes out. So I always say that's the soil I was grown in. So, um, you know, I think I've had a tough gig. Uh, you know, my dad had a super tough life. He didn't have any access to anything like program to be able to work his way through it. So he just, I don't know what he did. He just battled his way through life. And that involved him battling me and me battling him and him battling mum and me putting myself in between the two of them to try and save them. And guess what? I've spent the rest of my life as a rescuer trying to save people. Uh, and um, luckily I'm no, no longer married, so I don't have to try and save my wife from herself. All I have to do now is try and save myself. And um, yeah, a lot of what I've got about being my own inner loving parent is what I've got from being an outer loving parent. So considering I had a pretty rough upbringing, you know, unskilled, I think is probably the nicest way to put it. Um, you know, my dad's, if I cried, my dad's response would be, shut up or I'll give you something to really cry about. So that was his sort of level of empathy. Uh, my mum just sort of, I remember her hugging me once and I said, oh, you're hurting. And then I realised she was hugging me actually to hurt, she was squeezing to hurt me. So there wasn't any sense of affection in my household. So I've gone completely opposite way of bringing up my kids and I just tell them I love them all the time. And thank God I did because I never knew that I would be separated from them, you know, and coming up for divorce. I, you know, literally the morning that we split up, I prayed to God at five in the morning, God, please show me a way out of this marriage. And, um, you know, he, she, it took care of business very rapidly and very uh, uh, unequivocally. So um, I just didn't expect to lose access to my children at the same time. So that's been really hard. But what I'm saying is that the program and my buddy and my, the relationship with my buddy has empowered me to survive, even in the face of wanting to take my own life a couple of times. So, um, and he and I wouldn't have that relationship if we hadn't have done the tw two workbooks together page by page, exercise by exercise, line by line over the last few years. I don't even know how long we've been talking, probably, you know, I mean, to my buddy, not now, but, you know, probably three years, I think. So anyway, I love ACA. Uh, I love the way that I've been able to sort of get a sense of my inner child, the way that my inner talk has... Um, well, actually, I'm going to pull it back and I'm going to go through the 12 promises. So we will discover our real identities by loving and accepting ourselves. Um, I do. I now love and accept myself. That's it. I just want to say that, you know, there was a time even a few years ago when I would just call myself names. I would hit myself when I got frustrated. I don't do that now. I catch myself talking to myself and I'm at work and I just catch myself going, you know, it's like time for a tea break. And I, Great job, Alan. Come on. Smashing it out of the park. I mean, this, that's how I talk to myself these days. So um, that's pretty wonderful. And um, our self-esteem would, would increase as we give ourselves approval on a daily basis. I do. I catch myself in the mirror and I just stop and look at myself and say, I love and appreciate you. I do that at least once a day. Fear of authority figures and the needs of people, please, will leave us. Yeah, somewhat. I'm still something of a people pleaser, but I have, I've learned about boundaries in this program, which 
I didn't even know what a boundary was before. So I now, you know, my compulsion is always to save people. You know, my girlfriend's got this chair that's too big for her flat. So, you know, I almost said to her, oh, you can put it in my flat. I don't want a bloody great chair in my flat. I just don't. But my compulsion is to save her, rescue her. Luckily, she's a real tough cookie and she doesn't need rescuing. And, and she says she... She says playfully she would probably punch me in the face if I tried to do that. So she's kind of let, she has a good sense of boundaries. So, um, fear of authority. Okay. Our ability to share intimacy and grow inside us. This is the big one. This is the big one. Um, so, I think he's fallen off, hasn't he? certainly looks that way we'll um, give him a moment to come back opportunity for some meditation here he comes Hello. <laughs> Sorry, my computer is basically a bit old and a bit crap, and it just goes off from time to time. Yeah. Um, okay, thank you, Ellen, for coming back. Uh, Ten minutes now. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, the key thing, uh, uh, you know, I've read these promises so many times, but the one, uh, and I, as I say, I decided to use them as a framework, a reference point to talk to. We enjoy feeling uh, uh, our ability to share intimacy will grow inside us. And as I say, what's happened is over the last six months, I've gone from the unhappiest I've ever been because of the separation to the happiest I've ever been. I've met a woman who isn't in recovery, but she's in a personal development program, which I did 25 years ago. So we have a great commonality and it's, it's all the same stuff, but different accesses. And um, I've discovered with her a level of intimacy that I literally did not think was possible. We, um, one of the things that I've discovered, this is an example of that, is that I, you know, I'm very anxious. And I don't know if anybody, I posted something on the group today, I don't know if it's this group, but the ANACA WhatsApp group about attachment styles. And um, I'm something called anxious attachment, and then there's avoidant attachment style. Anyway, it's really worth looking into those things. And I shared that with her today about, you know, how I have this sort of anxious attachment style. You know, I'm every time she says she loves me, I'm terrified that, you know, the, that's going to decay, that the love will be taken away. And that all comes from my upbringing. You know, my home, my home life was so unpredictable. Nobody ever told me they loved me. I mean, literally, the word love was not mentioned. So, you know, I, for me, life is tough because I'm constantly waiting for stuff to go wrong, for the other shoe to drop, in the case of my dad being bipolar, which is like living with, with a drunk. And, um, you know, and for people to just find me too much or not enough and go off me. So... I now have a level of intimacy with my girlfriend where I can actually share from a place of vulnerability that I have this anxious attachment thing. She goes, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I can get that. 
no problem. What can I do to help? You know, and suddenly by being able to share my anxiety and be vulnerable and be courageous, it feels like it's transforming and resolving of its own accord, even inside the last 12 hours since I shared that with her. So I don't know if that really communicates, but I hope it does. Really what I'm trying to say is that this this promise number four, I never thought that was possible. I thought I was going to go through, especially when I became separated from my wife, I thought that's it, you know, intimacy, forget it. Obviously God doesn't want me to have intimacy in my life. That's obviously what it is. And now I have intimacy like I literally never knew was possible on a daily moment-to-moment basis, you know, in all areas, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, there's an intimacy that I didn't know is possible. So, and I'm sure that has come from, you know, the the work that I've done in this program um, over, as I say, probably about four years on a near daily basis. There's another one, which is number six, we will enjoy feeling stable, peaceful, financially secure. As I say, I came in on the money program. So that's been the, the promise that I've always been keeping my fingers crossed that that would come true. And I'm starting to develop some stability around money. I'm not there yet, but it's, you know, I, I pray for faith every day over fear. And just for today, you know, I've got enough work coming in that I can pay the rent for the next two months, which is, for me, is pretty damn good, especially as I'm now supporting rent on my flat, mortgage on the family home and legal fees. So I'd say that promise is, is being delivered. We'll learn how to play and have fun in our lives. Definitely, I'm becoming a lot more fun. Um, salsa classes, there's nothing like dancing and tripping over my own feet to, um, you know, take me out of my head and into my body. Uh, we'll choose people to love who can love and be responsible for themselves. As I say, I've now got that in this relationship, which I just didn't think was possible. So that, yeah, I don't know what more to say about that other than that promise has 100% come true, no rate. Healthy boundaries and limits will become easier for us to set, definitely become much easier. I'm not having to step in and help people. Um, fears of failure and success will leave us as we intuitively make healthier choices. Definitely. Um, you know, I was very fearful this morning at work. I've got three jobs, three freelance jobs I'm doing. And I just did a, I don't know if any of you know, tapping technique, EFT, EFT, I think it's called emotional freedom techniques. I now do tapping every day. Five minutes. Brilliant. Thanks. And, um, you know, I just literally let go of that fear of failure and success and just stepped into this bigger me, which is kind of an adult me. Simple as that. And then I was able to just get on with my work, apply all my energy to my work rather than applying my energy to trying not to feel worried about failure. It just it sort of disappeared it really. With the help of our ACA support group, slowly release our dysfunctional behaviors. Yeah, the ACA support group have been so helpful to me. I am, um, you know, and I had to go to court a couple of three weeks ago, I just put a message out to a couple of groups, you know, please send me love and prayers. It's a difficult time. And across all the people that I 
sent that message to one person stepped up and said would you like me to come to court with you and that was an ACA so you know really yeah really powerful stuff and um yeah gradually with our higher powers help we will learn to expect the best and get it yeah that's working as well I I know I, I this may not be the deepest <laughs> chair you've ever had but I, I feel as I go through that checklist of promises, I can just feel the difference in the last four years, five years that I've been in the program to say, yeah, all, uh, some of those promises have come solidly true and some of them are well on their way. So, um, you know, I love the program and I just say to anybody who's new to the program or working way through the program, just keep on working it through. You know, I've done the two two workbooks and it's it's been absolutely fantastic. And, you know, whilst at the time has been quite painful and quite tedious, frankly, because there's a lot of questions and they feel like they felt like hard work, but sticking with the work, doing the work, um, you know, I can really see and feel the experience. So um, it's all down to the program. So with that, I will pass. Thank you for letting me share.